Welcome to another episode of Design and Style, a podcast for designers, by designers, with co-host Dixie Willard of Dixie Willard Design and Rachel Moriarty of Rachel Moriarty Interiors. The Design and Style podcast is brought to you by the Design and Style Visibility Lab. The Visibility Lab is the only membership group that focuses on the latest strategies and tools to help you get more visible while showcasing your specific brilliance. We've got weekly online office hours with both of us, monthly topics, in-depth worksheets, and exclusive monthly trainings. Dana DeHoyos is the gal behind Stella House Films. She's a video genius who makes businesses shine by showcasing them in beautiful videos to target their ideal clients. Her photography for these clients, also stunning. If you need to put your best foot forward in business, it starts with a clean and professional visual presence, and that's what Dana does for her clients. We are so excited. We've got Miss Dana DeHoyos with us. Oh my gosh. Hi, Dana. Hi. (laughs) I'm sorry. I may squee. Squee. Sorry, are you live? Podcast. Oh, it started. Okay. Yeah. Hi, Hi everyone. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> we are so excited. Tell us, Dana, a little bit about. We want people to know all about where. Where are you from? First of all, tell your story and everything you do is just amazing. I love following you and where you live and all everything about you. I just love. Okay, so if, if I go on too long, just do this. Just do the okay. cutting the throat okay. Okay. sign. Okay, we'll do it. I'm Dana De Hoyos uh, of Stella House Films. I create beautiful branded video commercials, um, social media content for people to better target their desired audience, to put their best foot forward and gain the clients that they want through their external appearance being exactly what it needs to be for that person, for that client, uh, in terms of video and photography. That was a really long way of saying I do video. <laughs> but it was um, a beautiful way of saying it. I do video and take pictures. Sure. I also do photography uh, for my clients. So for instance, let's say we're doing a branding video and I look at their online presence on Instagram and Facebook and they have nothing that is, uh, that is representative of who they are visually, like headshots or group shots or team shots um, or food shots or product shots, then I also offer to do those services for my clients. But that's, it's not separate. I do it as a a whole package. Package. So they get Mm -hmm. everything that I do so that every part of them on social media is covered and is beautiful and is branded and looks the same. So I feel like you like up level your clients. Like you kind of, you almost go in and you see them in a way that they don't see themselves. And Mm. you can, you can come up with the visual like body of work for them to share out. Well, it's so interesting that you say that because the clients that I have and uh, friends and people, people in my inner circle, they're always sending me screenshots of terrible social media content of their competitors <laughs> on Instagram and Facebook. All of them. I bet. I bet. Every day, all my friends send me stuff on text messaging. Like, did yeah. you see? I can't believe they posted this. Why would they post this? And so if I'm working with a company like that, I look at their online presence, their Instagram content, and we kind of try to figure out what are the main visuals that we want to continue to communicate and which ones we want to get rid of. 
um, streamline their presence visually so that they can get who they want to come back to uh, attract that person. Um, for instance, like if they're a bridal boutique, a high-end bridal boutique, um, we don't want the low-end brides. So we're not going to be posting DIY centerpieces or, you know, how to, you know, get a cheap wedding cake. We're not posting stuff for people that are cutting uh, corners. We're going to mm -hmm. be posting stuff about how to hire the most exquisite wedding photographer, how to make your wedding um, movie star quality. That, so it's different things uh, catered to different businesses. No two businesses are alike. I love how layered you just went because you're talking where you just went, went into website copy, uh, you know, really it's, it's so layered. I think that's what people, it's not one thing. I think a lot of people think, oh, if I get the right pictures, it'll be that, or, you know, it really is using those keywords, you know, to evoke a, that evoke a feeling that made a whole different, like in my mind, I was picturing just glitz and glam and beautiful and luxury and, you know? Uh-huh. And, and I actually skipped a whole big chunk of what I do because what I just <laughs> talked about is stuff that I do on the tail end, um, kind of ancillary things that I do just because I like doing them for my clients. But the main things I do, uh, because most businesses don't have a clean presence unless they have a whole team working for them that's working on their uh, web develop their web copy their their photography their videos almost no business has all that so the first thing that you want to do as a business is make sure that the images on your website are professional number one if you can't afford to hire someone to do professional headshots or professional photos of your products and services then buy stock photography that looks good because the worst thing you can possibly do is put bad pictures out there to the world representing your business. Put bad video representing your business because there are statistics that I follow. I, you know, I keep up with all these stats and figures about photo and video. If you post a bad photo or a bad video, 66% of people will have a negative impression of your business and decide not to get your product or service. So you're like, let's say you're a restaurant and you're posting, you know, seven bad photos every single day of your food. You're not attracting those people. You're the turning palette. off 66% of the people that you could be attracting by posting three good pictures a week. So, so that's not even just, you know, that you're not attractive, attracting them. You're actively detracting them. <laughs> mm -hmm. And yeah. that's great for, you know, our audiences, designers, decorators, and stylists and stagers. So that, I think that's really important for them to take in and hear because we put so much, it's so much time. It could be years and weeks and months and, you know, so much time goes into our projects. And if you don't take that one step to get the professional photography done for those um, projects, even how as little as, you know, even if it's a small project, you, you know, you yeah. may be doing more damage right. you know, than you mm -hmm. think. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's a step. Yeah, I am and, pretty fact about that. Actually. There are different grades of bad photography and video. <laughs> I'm sure that yeah. that 66% is about the very poor photography and video. Right. Um, and the, there's other, you know, other um, grades of, 
uh, self portraiture, self uh, iPhone photography that don't repel people so greatly. Right. right. But how do you know that? Like you have to have someone else tell you this is good or this is bad. I was actually, I did a Facebook live the other day about using your own photography and video. And I said, why don't you poll five people, show them the picture and say, is this, does this make you hungry? Does this plate of food make you hungry? Right. And if those five strangers say, Ooh, then don't post it. (laughs) (laughs) Someone posted this, this restaurant, San Antonio posted this food photograph of avocado toast that looked like vomit on the toast and they posted it. And all these people were commenting like, oh, that looks so yummy. And, but there's like five people posting, that looks yeah. yummy, I'm gonna get that. Can you imagine the hundreds of people they are like, that looks like vomit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and I would, think, I would think too that there are certain industries where the, the photo tells so much of the story that if you don't get it right, food, perfect example. Design is a perfect example because if you can't show that the room looks good when you're done, you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot. I would actually, I would take a bet if you hire a professional photographer that does real estate photography or design photography and you take an amateur with an iPhone, right? And you both send them into the same badly designed room. Okay. So it's a, it's a horrible room. And the professional photographer, I bet you could make that room look good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the, the iPhone amateur would go in and take it as is because a professional is able to light things in a certain way, to see certain angles, to do things post-processing mm-hmm. that an amateur has no idea how to do it. So like same with food photography, you give an amateur a plate of food and you give me a plate of food, I will make that look stunning and you want like 10 servings of it, Mm -hmm. you give it to an iPhone photographer and maybe they can, maybe they can't make it look good. It's, it's, you know, it's a gamble. I, sorry. That relates so much to our industry. Don't you think? What we do. I mean, we're talking about a DIYer or Pinterior designer, we call them somebody that gets their, you know, yeah, they just go on Pinterest and try to do stuff from there. That's exactly what we try to tell our clients all the time. It's There's a difference between DIY, even if I'm using somebody's same stuff, I, yeah. just me going in there and floating around and redoing tabletops and mantles. And there's something about the way I can place things and, and you know, undulation and rhythm and balance and all of that that so it's you are you definitely uh, speaking to the choir on that one we can definitely relate to exactly what you're saying I, I bet every industry has that example you yeah. know professional making it look amazing versus amateur yes. not knowing what to do yes yeah. yes because you know even perspectives I've seen yeah. per- wonky perspectives you know when people just shoot a random iPhone and I'm like oh the lines are throwing me off in the back and you know what I mean and so just, you know, little things like that, that I don't even think, you know, people with their iPhones, that some people have a natural talent for it. I mean, that's, you know, I'm one of those people, by the way. (laughs) Your daughter is one of those people. My daughter, I know, I know, but that was 15 years of photo styling that, you know, that informed that, but um, yeah, so I just, you're right. It's such a, 
so important. It really is. What's funny though, is you get so many designers who understand that about yes. design, yes. but completely miss the mark when it comes to the photography, the graphic design, the website design. They don't understand the difference that just that extra tweak can mm -hmm. make. Mm -hmm. so we've been trying to say, hey, let's, let's pull this back and think about it through your own perspective. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. And you know what I feel like though, Dana, you can do, and it's one of our things that we teach in Visibility Warrior. It's step number one. It's our first C out of nine C's is clarity. And so I feel like really what you are doing when you meet with your clients is you are getting clear on are they luxury or are they you know, more focused on affordability? Who's their client? Who's this? And then everything that you do lines up with that, but they have to be clear first on who they want to attract, right? That's exactly what a designer does too, right? Mm -hmm. They meet with their client, find out their style, find mm -hmm. which, and then the designer works with what the client wants, which is exactly what I do with my clients. Yeah. Like, what is it that you want for your business? What do you want it to look like? Who do you want to attract? It's the same thing. It's a, pe a lot. You'd be surprised how many people skip that step. We try to, you know, we work with people on just that one clarity step and um, we, tr we say, it sounds easy. You know, who do you want to work with? What do you want to, what's your message? But it really like people do not sit and take that time to figure that part out. Well, I really think it takes another person. It takes another person like from another industry or that is not associated with you to mm -hmm. see your business with clear eyes. And I think that's why coaches are important or, um, or, or, you know, like in terms of spirituality, spiritual leaders are important, you know, finding out what the core of your issue is because you can't see it. Um, the same with design, a designer comes in because they can't figure it out because they're, they're consumed with their own possessions and their paintings and their rugs and their colors there. It's a jumble and they don't know how to create clarity. And in terms of what I do with video, I come in and I can see it so clearly and I am honest, I'm blunt, and I'm not afraid to hurt their feelings because they're not paying me not to, not to give them honesty. Mm -hmm. I, they're paying me to create the best branded video for their business, photography for their business. And if I'm not honest, I'm not giving them a hundred percent. So I think that works with designers too. And anybody who's seen your videos or your photography knows immediately that what you say is, you're not just blowing smoke. You, <laughs> you, when you say we need to do it like this because X, Y, Z, the end result is always worth whatever mess they might've gone through before. Because Aww. your work is just, I'm, there's a reason you're on our dream board. <laughs> it's not just because you're sweet. That's a part of it, but... <laughs> My ideal client is not someone that lets me walk all over them and do whatever I want. Right. My ideal client is someone who works with me a hundred percent and I work with them a hundred percent and we listen to each other and we listen to our own needs. Um, I listen to their needs. I, I give them feedback on their ideas and I don't just use all of my ideas. I use their ideas too. And so that's the perfect balance where we can come together and create something unique and special and perfect for their business together. When it really falls apart, and sometimes I say no to clients, is when they don't have any sense of, uh, 
what um, they need to do. Mm -hmm. And, and that like, they're completely um, aimless and they get advice from a hundred different people and they take it instead of just listening to one person that has um, a, a better vision for their business and works with me. You know, if, if you're not working with me at all, I can't work with you. If you just want me to do everything, I can't do everything. I need to know what you want. Um, and vice versa. I, I don't want to work with someone who won't listen to any of my ideas. So anyway, it's all about the collaboration and yeah, we see that with you all the time. I mean, you, you do collaborations with, um, wedding venue people, caterers. I've, you've done videos where you said, here's what, here are all the fabulous people that you need live videos on Facebook. We're going to do this series. And each day we're going to talk to one of the other people in this industry who can help you have an even better wedding. Cause you also do weddings. Mm -hmm. um, yes. well, I do about one wedding a month. Mm -hmm. I started out uh, doing wedding photography. Um, very quickly ended that <laughs> <laughs> and moved to wedding videography, which immediately led into commercial video for businesses mm -hmm. because the very first wedding that I did, the business was like, Hey, can you do a video for my business? I'm like, Oh, that sounds like a good idea. I could, mm -hmm. I could do a uh, video for your venue. And that ended up being so much more fulfilling in terms of creativity than the weddings. So now yeah. I do weddings like once a month because I still have that side of my business, but, uh, commercial, um, videography is really probably 80% of what I do. Wow. Do you use drones? Um, I hire people. You do? Okay. If, if I need drone work, I hire people because, uh, my friends that have drones, usually they crash them once. I was going to say, yeah. And that's about four, five, six thousand dollars that you just yeah. crashed. Yeah. 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 I'm not willing to take that risk. I'd rather hire someone for $200 an hour to do the drone I need yeah. than mm -hmm. to like at the drop of a hat, lose $6,000. Yes. Smart. I'm just starting to see it used more and more. Even yeah. on like my honeymoons, like if, you know, now they have like flight, flightographer, you know, they can get you like photographers in different destinations and if they're you know someone's in like Bora Bora on this little island you know they show like these drone shots of you know it's really cool I, I think they're cool it is it is and there's actually more regulations now so you have to get a Whoa. drone pilot's license wow. you have to take a test you have to pay a fee you have to keep up with it I'm just not willing to do all that yeah so, no. I have so many people that I hire and I don't mind uh, supporting other people in their Absolutely. endeavors. That's their full-time job is being drone yeah. uh, videographers. Mm -hmm. yes. um, so I go ahead and hire them. That's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. That was just a random question. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I thought about it. it <laughs> I'm not saying another, I did it. Well, yeah. It led to another example though of collaboration. Like that's working together is always going to get you further in the process, whether it is working with, well, it's all about working with the right professional, right? Well, and another thing, the, the, the gentleman that I usually hire, he's been doing drone video for about 15 years before they had the drones that they have now. He mm -hmm. was using the huge drones, the hard to use drones. He's been doing it for almost two decades, right? 
there is no way I'm going to be at his skill level by the time that I need to use that drone. Yeah. He can fly drones and win that would knock people down. That's how skilled he is. Mm -hmm. I want to hire him because he'll be able to get the shot in 10 minutes where it might take me four hours. Right. Right. So, so yeah. Okay. We're moving on from the drones. (laughs) One question we like to talk about is, you know, we love to tie everything into visibility. And Mm -hmm. I think, you know, one of the questions we like to ask people is why visibility matters. And I think we have covered that so well with you. You know, you just shared with us that if you're not visible in the right way, it could be really detrimental to your business. And we are talking to people with very small businesses, solo firms, you know, up to maybe five people firms. So I think it's so important. I'm so glad you, you shared that statistic with us. Well, I think one of the challenges uh, for businesses that have been around a long time is the changing landscape of yes. what is needed to gain new customers. Yes. The landscape has changed completely from magazines, yellow pages, television, newspaper, to video. Video and social media, that's everywhere. That's all there is now. If you're going to get new customers, you have to be present on social media. And so when I talk to businesses that have been around for a long time that are struggling, it's a task to convince them that they actually have to build this up. I had a client I won't name who it is, um, but they are in a different part of Texas, and they did not have an online presence at all on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. They were gaining clients with flyers, with billboards, with signs, and she was saying, why am I not getting any new clients or customers? I'm like, well, you don't have a Facebook page. How are people supposed to find you? Your website hasn't been changed in 10 years. You don't have any images on on there. So I created photography. I created video for her. So now she has a good web presence. Um, I actually helped her create a Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter account. And I put someone on her staff in charge of maintaining that because they were young. They're in their 20s. And I knew that they could handle it because I'm not in charge of that. They need to be in charge of that. just from the ground level, changing someone's mindset to this has to be done for your business to survive. There's not an option. You're going to go bankrupt if you don't. Yeah. Yeah. I think that is the perfect place to end it, Dana. But we also want to share with people, Dana is one of the most creative content um, I wanted, I wanted to say creators, um, but you know, you come up with the, the, you know, subject matter for us designers, you just throw out the most amazing ideas off the top of your head. And I know that you think about them as well, um, for us, cause we, we get, we hit walls sometimes, especially when you have someone who live streams as much as I do blogs once a week, podcast several times a week, you know, it's a lot that I'm like putting out and sometimes the well gets dry and, you know, sometimes I'll just pop in a little thing like Dana, help me out. What should I do? And you're like, Oh, I loved this series. You did do that again or do that or talk about this, you know, and you are just so great at that. And we're so lucky to have you in our little secret circle. 
<laughs> I think one time I typed up like 25 ideas for you. You did. <laughs> I know. In, in like one second. Yeah. It was amazing. See, it's easy for me to come up with ideas for other people. Yeah. Because I'm outside looking in. Yes. It's so much different to come up with those 25 ideas for this one, for this girl here. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's how we feel. So yeah. we just want to share that Dana is available. If you need somebody to sort of audit your online presence and your website and give it, you know, a once over, she'll work with you on really anything. Or if you need content to come up with to create a video series, you know, because you can do video series for an opt-in or, you know, add to your website or daily live streams, whatever you want. Dana is available um, for one-on-one. -on -one. Mm -hmm. And um, is, did I cover everything? Yeah, one hour strategy sessions, uh, image consultation, uh, online presence review. Uh, you'll get honest, hardcore feedback from me about what I really think. Um, <laughs> and I will give you as much content creation ideas as I possibly can and not hold anything back. I love that. Thank you so much, Dana DeHoyas. Let's keep sending good juju out to our vision boards. We want to Still see on my vision you in board. person. In person, we want to hang out with you. Okay. I'll <laughs> see you guys. I'll see you guys in like less than a year. Okay. Oh, yeah. See you in less than a year. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>